You know, some people enjoy composing their own music, chord by chord, and others are happiest when they come across that one perfect song. Work is not a lot different than that. Whether you prefer building your own workflow or using a pre-made template, with Monday.com, you and the team can work in a way that's comfortable for everyone. Tap the banner to go to Monday.com and build your own amazing workflow or find an awesome template. No judgment. There's a place here at the table. Your coats go by the door. You can kick your shoes off in that pile on the floor. I hope you wore elastic because your waistband's going to get tight. Take time's done. We're having a night. So we're here with my friend Amos, um, who I've known for years, and he just revealed to me a few weeks ago that him and his fiance have been doing gay Shabbat on Fridays, presumably. Yeah, Friday I'm nights. Such a bad Jew. Um, and I, I just thought you have to come on the podcast and we have to talk about fabulous fantasy dinner parties, things like gay Shabbat, things that I couldn't imagine my wildest dreams. How much of a tradition is it? Who comes? Is it the same people every time? What do you serve? Is it strictly Jewish? Give me the juice. <laughs> the the Jews. Give me the juice uh, of the juice. So I am equally a bad Jew. Mm-hmm. We got three bad Jews here. Yeah. So I have Shulamit Hoffman to thank, who is the rabbi's daughter. Thank you very much. We had a brief Torah affair in high school. And she's now a cantor with a child. So hey, Shulamit, know you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I would go over to her family's house for Shabbat dinner on f- Friday night. Or sometimes I would pick her up after Shabbat dinner so she could go out. Uh-huh. Um, and for those listeners who aren't Jewish, find a new life. But <laughs> Shabbat is... Reconsider. Exactly. Reconsider your choices. Um, Shabbat is from sundown on Friday till sundown on Saturday. And you don't use electricity. You don't. You can't turn on and off light switches. And so... And the whole point of it is like to create time with your family that's carved out of the work week. Uh-huh. And I was... I just was talking with my fiance about how important that is, especially in our culture right now, that there's not dinner parties. There's not time to sit around a table and, like, put your cell phone away. Oh, my God. And I think, like, gay people choose their families. And mm-hmm. much like the Jewish people have chosen, like, their culture. and their chosen to be chosen, dare I say? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> totally. Um so we wanted to exp- like I was like, well, let's do a Shabbat and we'll invite a bunch of gays and it'll be super fun. And we sort of coined it Gay Shabbat. And this was on like a Sunday and that Friday or that Thursday or Wednesday, I forget when it was, was the shooting in Pittsburgh to like oh. really bring it down. But it just like it's a really lovely moment to both celebrate that we are an oppressed people in this country still. Mm-hmm. And that there's still a lot of divisiveness, but like we can come together and have this wonderful meal. And um, I was listening to Sue's episode, and she was like, "You need candlelight," and like that's the whole thing is yeah. is the lighting of the candles. And it's so true. It's, it's grown built into the religion to throw dinner parties. Totally. Yeah. Well, and I love that the candle lighting ceremony is to close your eyes, and then the, the woman usually lights the candle. Um, 
so I do it. And then, <laughs> and then you open your eyes, and the first thing that you see is this candlelight, and it just really sets like the difference of the tone. I was doing some research on it, like down the road. So I do this like once a month is sort of been the goal because I think if you if you try to do something weekly or if you try to do something too often, it becomes a burden. Totally. And, wow, that is really good advice. And it's not easy to throw a dinner party. It's a lot of work. I mean, there's a reason that like. There was a woman at home and she was cooking all day so that they could have this big feast at the end of the day. And especially on a Friday, it's hard to carve out that time to have dinner on the table at 7 p.m., let alone like set up your home to receive guests, which I think is like a whole other thing about hosting it is. It's a big. It's a big to do if you've had a full day and then you're supposed to come home. Yeah. Do the whole thing. Make the whole apartment ready. Also by seven. That's early, right? It's sure. Like, and and it's when you're. Of course, it's when you're supposed to do Shabbat. But well, it's supposed to be at sundown, which right. like <laughs> in December was at four p.m. And yeah. I was like, no, no, no. Yeah. So you can bend the rules. Absolutely. Sure. Well, we're I mean, making our own traditions. Right. And we're, are you keeping? You're not using no electricity. All no, it's no time. cell phone use. Great. And we limit, we, we've gotten better at so something that I wanted to talk to you guys about, which I like need help with, yes. is setting boundaries of a party. Mm. Because if you're yeah. a good host, no one wants to leave because yep. they're having such a good time. At the same time, I'm tired and I want to clean up and like go to bed. Yeah. And so to me, the big thing has been like the start and end date and that. And letting people know in advance that you will not be using your cell phone for that time. Yes, so that's good. Thank you so much, but please check it at the door. Yeah. Um, and so we, do you have like a bowl or a box? No, or? it's kind of been the honor system. Yeah. And I will go on it just to turn on music because I'm with Ari. Sorry, Sophie. That like a little music playing in the background. I like a little music. I just sure. don't like. I just don't like it pumping through the. No, city. you don't want to. No, there's nothing worse than going out to a restaurant or someone's house and you can't hear your. Your friends or your family yeah. talk because of course. it's too loud. But no, yeah, but of course, you got yes, Spotify. I mean, yeah. unless you've got a record player. Whoa. Which I do. You do? And I think that the new—why is that? You have to use that. Oh, yes, yes, yes. And I think what? the new evolution is that, like, someone—the next person goes on and puts on the next record and flips and— Oh, for sure. Okay. Like, like you were talking about a record, record party. Yeah. yeah, because I have a record player, and I have not been using it for dinner parties because I do feel like, well, I don't want to get up in the middle, mm-hmm. but— I'm going to just start doing that where it's round robin around the table and the next person goes when there's suddenly there's silence they go they choose the next record yeah and place settings can we talk yes a little goes such a long way Mm -hmm. yeah well I I just think you just got to put in a little bit of effort well I a little I actually mean assigning seating Mm, oh oh it's my favorite thing in the world because you can get really creative you can make it a. I mean if you have the time look a dinner party you can't like decide that morning that you're going to throw a dinner party that night because it's going to stress you out we do often. Yeah. But also oh my gosh, sometimes our schedules are so no. I was saying to Ari that what? one of the one of the detriments of this podcast, perhaps the only one, mm. is that I went to a friend's house recently. He told me to come over early because we hadn't seen each other in a long time. He was throwing oh, a dinner for yes, nine people. Uh-huh. He was like, come over at seven. Everybody's coming at seven thirty. I just want to see you and hang out. I'm imagining that we'll sit at nine. <sighs> I came over and I cooked the whole meal. Yeah. He had Prepped nothing. Well, no. hold on. He had he had chopped some mushrooms. Well, thank God. Kevin, I know you're on the other end. I was going to say, he's definitely listening. And I love you dearly. I love you so much. And I wouldn't have had it any other way. 
And when I say the meal was delicious. Yeah. But so suddenly I was like, oh my God, I can't believe that I have the ability to cook for 10 people in an hour and a half. I'm actually pretty impressed. Totally. I I have a friend that does it too. It's really funny. Just invites me over and then is like, so you're cooking. And I'm like, oh, I do love cooking, but I thought we were going to hang out. Yeah. Yeah, I thought this was my turn to not work. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I don't like a party when I'm not working. I have a hard time, like, not, like, I throw my own birthday parties, and I'm, like, up and, you know, making the pulled pork or whatever. Like, I want, I want an activity to be like, this was so great, because you have to be a social butterfly as a host, and it's great to have the out of, like, oh, let me check on the whatever. 100%. But when you go over to another person's house, do you work? No, you want to sit back, you want to be a guest. You offer, you maybe do the dishes, but then in my house, we have the matriarch, which is the dishwasher. So we can just give it to the matriarch, and she takes care of it. Who is that? Our dishwasher. We call the matriarch because she washes all the dishes for us. It's like, wait, you guys have a person who you call the dishwasher? That's cruel. I live in Beauty and the Beast. I'm like fully Belle. Belle when it goes to her head, and she's like, turn them back into objects. (laughs) (laughs) I liked it better when they danced on the table. (laughs) Wait, so what? Tell me about the menu that you make for Shabbat. Do you do the same thing every month? No. So it's always changing. The people are changing, you ask. So Mm -hmm. we started, I feel like the the rituals or the traditions that we've begun to establish are more like how the evening progresses. Like we're fortunate enough to have like a room right now that's a dining room and then a room that's a living room. And so we go into the living room and we hang out and sit around and we do an icebreaker question, which my friend Eric Harper, now you're listening to the podcast, says it started the first night just was like, so what was the best and worst part of your week? Yes. Oh, a rose and a thorn, as some people like to say. Oh, I love that. I'm going to steal that. Definitely. Um, So we we go around the room, and it's a great icebreaker because you can go deep or not. Mm -hmm. And so people have—and I think it sort of sets the tone also as the host to know, like, okay, what kind of group am I dealing with tonight? Because you were talking about, like, how to do invites, Mm -hmm. and I'm back in school— getting a master's in marriage and family therapy so I'm doing a lot of psychology work right now you're like so I'm doing a lot of invites yes exactly (laughs) but in group therapy they were talking about when you're developing a group that it has to be Noah's Ark that like every person has to have something in common with at least one other person so like like I'm bringing you here because you both work in finance or I'm bringing you here because maybe you're a couple or like you know my friend so and so or you both love this band like there's something that you can say like here's your buddy for the night and like sort of set up a buddy system and they're they're maybe sitting next to each other at dinner or maybe they're because I think I'm specifically talking about a dinner party like where you sit down at a meal which is different for sure I also think that's a cocktail party you can just invite everybody yeah Yeah. I think that's also really great a great way to uh, relieve some of the responsibility yourself because often I've invited people over to my house for a party and I realize I'm the only connector Mm -hmm. for all of them Mm -hmm. and I'm trying to cook so then it's then you feel really guilty with so and so is not you know getting along with everyone else you see like Melissa standing by the bar and weeping gently you know Mm -hmm. Melissa Uh, she finished that sangria off and it's cried. It's been a tough year for, for her. <laughs> but, yeah, so then yeah. they can kind of mingle with their with their partner and yeah. meet more people. It's And it's helpful it's also to have a partner. Like, even if you're single, which is great. Like, yeah, to have good. a buddy for the night that, like, is come an hour early, help me finish setting up, and then sort of can you be in charge of getting making sure everyone gets their first round of drinks? Or, like, can you help me get people to the table yeah. so that I can go back into the kitchen and fi- finish pulling something out of the oven or something? I just think this is such, like, a lovely, thoughtful way of doing things, of, of just doing this whole thing where you're, like, really making the 
like the greatest attempt to take care of all of the people who are coming into your home, not just by feeding them and giving them alcohol and talking about roses and thorns, but yeah. also by by really being like, okay, I know that this person might be a little bit uncomfortable and maybe they don't know all the other people who will be there. So giving them a task, all of, ah, I love that. I'm going to adopt that. Yeah. I hope that I do that naturally, but I don't think that I do. It's interesting that when you set someone up to be taken care of, mm-hmm. like when you set your guest up well to be taken care of and you're at a f- formal dinner setting where there's silverware and like silver, silverware yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. and like plates and there's maybe a, like two courses more than just one and like food is passed around the table as opposed to like in the center of the table and you just sort of take it yourself yes people are cautious about going for seconds and so like it's your job as the host to then get up and go to like the side table where you've been keeping Uh it and and Bring bring it back and bring it around i have like a serious um shame factor around Whoa, serious shame factor that makes it sound like it's going to be really awful. But, like, I really love to eat, and I like to eat yeah. a lot. Yeah. And I am always the person who is—I'm always the first up to get seconds. Yeah. And then I'm also the first person up to get thirds. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes I'm like, can we just bring the bowl to the middle? And I, oh, I I get so embarrassed because I just am worried that people are staring at me at, like, how much I eat. No. Which is like, of course nobody cares. And, like, people love to see their food being enjoyed. I intellectually know that, but then, of course, like, the person inside of me is like, oh, God, everybody's staring. But so to have a person who's, like, encouraging the seconds, thirds for you to finish it is a great thing. And I think it's a step ahead. I mean, I love what you said about, like, holding someone in the palm of your hand, sort of, and, like, like, yes, I'm talking to you, Ari, but I'm also, like, seeing out of the corner of my eye that Sophie has finished eating. Right. And before she has a chance to think, like, oh, should I get one or another, it's already, you've done the prep. That you know where the food is going to hang out during the meal yeah. so that it's easy for you to go grab it and just start a pass while you continue your conversation. It's yeah. very graceful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I do. It's a funny thing where I – that I think is the biggest thing maybe that's been lost in in hosting. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, what mm-hmm. do I know? I didn't mm-hmm. go to dinner parties in the 1950s. I wish I had. But I do think that that sort of attentiveness has been lost a little bit in favor of the more freewheeling, crazy, right. like – you know, everybody wants to go Everything is yeah. family style, which is so great and fun. But I think that it that that a little bit of the f- true feeling of being like a taken care of guest has disappeared a little bit. And it can also usually whenever we have parties like that, or when one has parties like that, it's because it's a holiday or um, a special occasion of some sort. But if you just have your friends over and you do that, it it gives the air of a special event, but really. It, all you're celebrating is is that group of people being together and mm-hmm. the conversations that occur. And I think that's really nice. Yeah. Well, and I think there's an element, I mean, this is such a loaded word in our culture right now, but of networking, mm-hmm. of being like, like that's what made me want to do Gay Shabbat is like, I have all of these great gay friends like, let's all get together and hang out when it's not on Grinder or when it's not like, mm-hmm. and that's cool too. Like, that's another kind of party and yeah. super fun. But like, yeah. how can we, t- can we like desexualize? our crew and instead be like best girlfriends mm-hmm. hanging out and P.S. we want to do a girls version which is called Shebop Shabbat <gasps> and it's like girl group music <laughs> do you need two people to lead it? you're Wait, coming for sure you... <laughs> I don't know if you can lead it I still want to be the host but you can be yeah. like guests of honor well, thank you yeah. I want to share a story about a party gone wrong. Please. But I'm afraid that it's going to be so specific that they're going to, they're not listening to this podcast. I just called out (laughs) my friend Kevin. Okay. My name on the podcast. These two men are both called Eric, and they are 
so sweet because they open your house. I, I haven't known them long. I've been to their house twice in this year. And for one of their birthdays, they had a cake party uh-huh. because it was like Eric likes cake. And so it was an underwear party, okay. which they like made very specifically was not a sex party. It was like just pants are not allowed. So we could be creative and like. It's, so, okay. <laughs> so it was so much fun. I wore a, like a, a wrestling onesie. I got John, my partner, a leopard, like full sleeved and like yep. footed. fingers oh, footed and yep. fingered mm-hmm. hentai zentai 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 suit and then there were people who were like military themed or there were just people in their underwear and like all is fun the trouble was that one of them doesn't drink which is fine like i don't i'll bring booze and drink myself that's fine they didn't have ice or seltzer water <laughs> ice is number one thing you need to be thinking about Ahead of time, if you don't and have a nice And if you want to take care of your guests, seltzer water is number two. Well, yeah. especially if you don't drink. Like, yes. it, that's, yes. that's great. But, like, I, I think this is important for your listeners is actually, yes. like, why I'm bringing it up. Yeah. Because, uh, like, I, you can't, like, you got to have go to the bodega and get a bag of ice. It's $3, and it's going to save your ass. Partway through the party, did somebody go out and buy ice and seltzer? No. <laughs> no, you have to reach out to a guest that is yet to arrive saying, oh, P.S., could you pick up? Yeah, some ice on Which the also, guest good thing to do text your host be like is there anything i can get you it was not your problem no i was just drinking the vodka straight (laughs) did they have lemons no what were the sober people drinking he has like cans of coke in the in the the refrigerator that like for himself it's like you know it's like it is literally byob and i Mm -hmm. thought before i went i was like i'm gonna bring my own soda water but like but then also i think that if you're if if you are genuinely going to do so little work that you are not even going to have seltzer and ice, then you need to really be specific with everybody and say, guys, when we say BYO, we mean all we're going to have here is us in underwear, mm. is ourselves in underwear, and cake. Yes. And- so, like, bring bring your bring your glass. Uh-huh. Bring your vodka. Yep. Bring, bring a, a change of underwear. Bring your right. Bring <laughs> I mean. But I think there's, so I think there's this thing in our society now, which is like, look at me, I had a night. Like, you were talking about how, like, people are intimidated about doing it. I think people aren't intimidated enough. Okay, wait, so tell me more. What do you mean people who are like, look at me, I had a night? You know, I think there's, like, I'm having a party, and they put out some chips, and that's their party. That's, guys, that's not a party. That's you with a bag of chips in your living room with a few friends (laughs) around. Get it through. Yes. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Wait. But do you know what I mean? There's, like... So I think this is why we don't get invited. <laughs> no, is because people know that I'm. I will walk into that party and be like, "But you didn't." Oh, okay. Well, I'm absolutely the one that someone no. that's people say like, "Oh, well, it's not like one of your parties." And I'm yes. like, "No, no, no. This yes. is great. I'm having great such too. a good time." If there's fucking seltzer and ice, and if there's yeah. not. Oh, I'm gonna a drink time. a lot and be really drunk by the end of the yeah, night. You could yeah. invite me over to your house and have it just be a bunch of beers and I would be happy. But like if you if it's so <clears throat> sad and it's like if you're gonna make the effort to do a chip, then just at least have five have a five different kinds of chips. And make it a chip party. Well, let me yeah, yeah, exactly. let me make a Call quick it a segue. Chip party. Wait, I am very curious, Sophie, what is your idea for a party with no pants? Because I have an idea of one and I wanna know if they're the same. 
Well, it's really not a party with no pants. I've just always wanted to throw a really, really deluxe pajama party. Oh, oh great. Yeah. Like, I don't know why I haven't done it. Every year for my birthday, I think about doing it. Then I kind of can't get around to it. And part of why I can't get around to it is I always imagine certain people who I'm friends with getting really uptight about the idea of going outside in their pajamas. And so then I just throw the whole idea out the window, which is so lame. Coat check. Oh, I mean, you can there's change, no reason not to right? do it. There's they no can, reason. They can bring an outfit and change in your bedroom or but something. But also, if you're that uptight, then don't come to my party. Mm. I honestly don't think that any of my friends actually are. I think it's just my—that's just me being insecure about it. But the question is, what foods do you serve? Do you do it like really deluxe breakfast where you have like a beautiful quiche? And like, I mean, okay, if we were oligarchs, then I would have caviar and bellinis, but yeah. we're not. So— what do you do? Because do you, I don't, I'm not a person who's like, I love breakfast for dinner. Like, that's me, not my I was, thing. Me neither. Not, so my, not thing. my thing. So I wouldn't want it to be that. Although a really amazing chocolate chip cookie in a pan could be mm-hmm. a great dessert for mm-hmm. it. Oh my God. Have you guys ever had one of those? Of course. Oh I had, God, the last one I had, going. though, was, oh, I'm not getting political. Oh dear. Yeah, no, oh, what? I hate Chick-fil-A? when cookies are Republican. No. <laughs> <laughs> You think you know them, and then it's just chips ahoy. Oh, God. <laughs> Going back to your underwear party, yeah. I think it's late night. I think it's like a nightcap. Oh, I love that. And it's a little 20s. Well, I was also imagining, like, do you start the party at midnight? I mean, that's I wouldn't come. Okay, okay, okay. So you started I'd be like, I'm night, asleep. But yeah, it's nightcap. But so, well, you said nightcap. My brain immediately went to, like, drunk food. So, like, yeah. fries. Yeah, or, like, sleepover food, like, Sleep really good pizza. Yeah. You know, like... I don't know. Well, that's also like I've always. But, you also, but I also like at this underwear party I was at. They were like, "Here's a cupcake," and I was like, "I'm naked right now. Yeah. Like, I don't want to put that in my body. I want to like feel like." Yeah. And yeah. I'm so drunk that well, you know no, I can't see. Is that a cupcake? Yeah, there was no club soda. Because totally. You been so bloated. Yeah, just <laughs> fizzy. <laughs> what are your favorite themed parties that you have been to? So my theme or fantasy, which is probably, you know, I don't know, not PC, is doing a luau. And uh-huh. roasting a pig. Yeah. Because I've never done that, and I would really love, like, I'm I'm interested. I re- Let's like, do it. In my perfect fantasy, I raise the pig, mm-hmm. and then I slaughter it, mm-hmm. and then I serve it. Because I feel like, I mean, like, so. No, I feel the same. <clears throat> I think if you can't kill an animal, you probably shouldn't be eating it. Yeah, and I want an animal that, like, I've invested some time in. Mm-hmm. Not like, oh, I picked you out, like, let's go kill it, but... I don't know if I'm strong enough. For I had that. to squash a bug last night. There was a huge silverfish. I mean, it was it was quite yeah. big and it was quite nasty. And I had to talk myself through the entire process. Oh, and I me was too. Like, if very, I'm having very this verbal much myself. trouble, yep. Mm. Like, what am I? I know. Well, did you eat the bug? I, yeah. No, but I'm saying <laughs> if I was having that if much you trouble were real. feeling it, how would I feel if I was like staring a pig in the eyes? Oh and no, I'm I wouldn't sorry. Do I mean, I love I meat. Yeah, I've been like eating less of it recently, partially yeah. because of that, and partially because of environmental reasons. Yeah, but, like, yeah. but it really is like, oh god, if I mm-hmm. because so many people hunt and then eat what they kill, which is so great. Yeah, mm-hmm. but it's like if I can't do that, if if the distance between what I'm eating and where it came from is so vast that I have not a clue. Like, yeah. maybe that I'm just compartmentalizing it all. Anyway. Well, mm. I think but. the first step, and I'm kind of letting myself off the hook because I completely agree with you guys philosophically, but I think people who can't handle r- raw meat, like, people are like, oh, I can't touch raw chicken. It's like, then you really shouldn't be eating yeah. it. At yeah. least acknowledge the fact. That this that is a dead yeah. thing. And that's okay. I mean, part yeah. of it is just, like, these massive supermarkets. The way, sure. we, the way we purchase food is just, like, you can get anything whenever you want, and everything is compartmentalized. And 
you know, this doesn't yeah. look like an animal because all of all of its parts are separated. And, yes. But so anyway, to, to your point about raising the pig and killing it, could not agree more. Mm. Yeah. I love that idea. There's a thing in France called La Chasse, which is, I guess, the season during which they hunt wild boars. I'm sure that I'm wrong, but as far as <laughs> my like, memory serves. Fans, um, fact check. And I love the I love the idea of that, of like going and really doing this, like chase, this hunt, and then killing the thing, and then like watching somebody butcher it and helping to butcher it. And then you have the whole pig and all of its parts, and you know, part of it is becomes a prosciutto and part of it. Anyway, oh my God, it's mm. gorgeous. It's very just, exciting. Um, it will change everyone's relationship to food, I think, from that day forward. Guess what, Sophie? What? We have a website. Oh, I'm so excited about it. If you go on our website, you can sign up for our newsletter. We and promise not to bombard you. I love to unsubscribe from things. She I does. never put anything in your mailbox that I would unsubscribe from. <laughs> and we're going to be in your mailbox, what do you say? Bi-weekly? Once a month? Once a month? Does bi-weekly mean once every other week no or one, two times a week? No one knows. No one knows. It's one of the greatest mysteries of the universe. Bi-weekly that and black baby. holes. <laughs> so go to havinganightpodcast.com, sign up for our newsletter, and of course, listen and subscribe. Well, I mean, do you guys want to play a game? Yes. Okay. We're going to play a little game that I made up. I have these two pouches with words in them. So you pick one from this bag. This is the first part. And then this from the second bag. And that is the theme of your party. Ooh. And then do we talk about what we would cook? Yeah, what we would cook, what we would do. Mm. And we can do it one at a time or we can collaborate. I think we should do them hard. one at a time. I do too. God, you guys are so competitive. Okay, who wants <laughs> to go? You're competitive. <laughs> Okay. If you're if you're throwing a dinner party, you're competitive. And, it's like wow, it's such a think? sport. You I think, think so with yourself, not with like the oh. other people there, but with yourself. Of yeah, like, sure. I'm going to pull this off. Internal yes. versus external motivation. Absolutely, oh. absolutely. Oh no, 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 not with like I'm going to throw a better party because right. I'm going to have seltzer water and ice. But yeah. you know, <laughs> but, <laughs> but it'll be there. <laughs> okay, you go first. Okay. Whoever wants to. Special guest, Amos. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. Can't wait. Ari, this is part of why, this is one of the bajillion reasons why hanging out with Ari is always the most fun. I feel like you always do special little things like this. This is great. I love this. Oops. It's okay. Okay, so booze. That's the second one. Did you give this to me? And chocolate booze. (gasps) So your party is called chocolate booze. I'm so jealous. Ooh, okay. I just like went straight to the music. Which is like full on doo-wop, like James Brown fifties, like the man, like the chocolate boozy yeah. sounds of a dulcet yeah. male voice. Yes. Love. Um and I think the theme is kind of seventies because of yeah. that. Mm. Because there's something very like a chocolate martini to me is like so like tang. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's, like, so, like... What do you mean? Like, retro trying to be futuristic oh, with a chocolate martini. Yes. It's, like... I've had good ones before. Oh, no. The, they're delicious. Yeah. I just mean, I think the... I, yeah, to me, like, the idea of it is, like, decadence of the 50s. Or or of, like, the 70s, really. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Or 80s. Or, I don't know when they started, but, yes. I think the French were doing them for there. a long time. Yeah. What would so, you serve? Well, I think you'd want... It could just be a I mean, dessert could, party. Yeah, if it's not just a dessert party, you'd want to do something very salty. But there's also, like, it, there's, like, delicious, I mean, I can't think of what it's called. You guys will probably remind me. But, like, braised meat with chocolate, which would be really yeah, good. Yeah, like a mole. Oh, yeah, like yeah. a mole. Mole, yeah. Or, like, yeah. a cocoa rub Rubs. pork butt. Mm-hmm. That's what I was thinking, too. Pork oh butt God. is great for parties. I love this party. 
Yes. Okay, go. Okay. okay. Yeah. This is one, two. Okay. My adjective is jungle. Oh, yeah. Hmm. Humid. <laughs> oh, no. Jungle hot dog. <laughs> the rare beast of the Salahari. Okay. Yeah. First of all, I love humidity so much. Like, I thrive in humidity. So, I feel like jungle actually is great. Of course, first I saw jungle, I thought passion fruit. I thought guava. I thought sounds good on a hot dog. All over grazed papaya. But then, yeah, yes, exactly. Grazed papaya. It is truly a classic. So, do you just go full grazed papaya, order in everything from grazed papaya, Ooh, for, or you get just, oh, yeah. a bunch of their papaya juice, mm. which is like all the stuff they have, and then do like a really fun sort of tiki bar setup? Yeah. Yes. Oh my god. So tiki really and hot dogs. Holy exa- shit. Oh my god. That's mm. the greatest party ever. Yeah. And I'm saying, you can do a party theme with. Anything. I literally just wrote a bunch of adjectives and nouns and put them into two different bags. We're throwing both of these parts. Oh, it's amazing. Oh, and and everything's been done before. Do you know what I mean? It's just like figuring out a a mixture and then like committing to it. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Ari, will you go? go. I'm so nervous. I'm so nervous. so nervous. (laughs) Okay, my adjective is duck, duck, moose, duck, duck, 90s. I'm thinking maybe I throw a party that's like um, super um, chic 90s, mm-hmm. um, like hearkening back to all those old, like super duper white cloth fancy restaurants mm. and cook, uh, maybe find a menu from one of those restaurants that did a duck. Mm-hmm. I can't remember like some of the names. I it actually makes me think of like American Psycho. Yeah, or like, like duck a la orange or right, something. Exactly. Like, right. Or like when everything had like a coulis or like a mango reduction. Exactly. Or everything came in towers. Exactly. Yeah. yeah it was like when like ceviche first hit the States. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I wish, yeah. <laughs> or you could do a totally other tack and do like true 90s childhood party. Oh. And play childhood games, have all 90s snacks. That's mm-hmm. true. That's very like true. People must have thrown that party a hundred times. Yeah. Don't you just want to sit around with a packet of gushers and a fruit by the foot? Totally. No, I do. You don't. <gasps> I don't well, think I was so. deprived junk food, so oh. the oh. thought of junk food from my childhood, I'm like, mm-hmm. um, Amos, you go again. All right. My adjective is sweet, sweet toast. <laughs> Oh, it's a jam party. Oh, my And I gosh. think we're making jam all together, which oh. is, I mean, I think it's maybe like an Ina Garden moment when there's some pre-made that we can just eat. But we're like, it's a midsummer party. We're on a farm. Sweet, I don't think this is a city. Toast. Sweet, sweet Give toast. Sweet, sweet toast. Totally. I love it. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think, I, think you, I think you may have to make your own bread. For this party, I'm re- I'm thinking like farmhouse chic. Wait, yes. now does every person bring their own jam? Because that could also that's be fun. fun. Oh, that could be very fun. Yep, mm-hmm. and their own bread. Hmm. Oh, I think yeah, and you just have a big table set up. It could be a brunch party. Absolutely, a brunch party. Ooh, I, I have been getting more into <clears throat> throwing brunches recently, which was surprising to me. I hate mm-hmm. going out for a brunch. I hate mm-hmm. the idea of like waiting in a two-hour line. For oh, food that just do doesn't that. know what it is. Exactly. I don't do that either. But it's been really nice to have people over during the day on the weekends and do like a big, you can almost do a bigger spread because there's this sort of like leisurely yeah. feeling about it. But then it. Amos and I were talking about this the other day, but I was like, you have to come on the podcast. And you said this earlier during this interview, how do you get people out of your hair or how do you get them to leave? Because you were talking about a daytime party you guys threw and you had some friends who just didn't know when it was time to go. Mm-hmm. And you know who you are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, that's... 
it's different at night, I think, because you can be like, I'm going to bed. But when it's like five, six, seven o'clock and the person's still there, you're like, so I, I have always, dinner plans. I always make a joke out of it. Yes. I'm always like, guys, you got to get the fuck out of here. You've been here for eight hours. And right. I leave. Right. Sometimes it takes them a while to get the hint, but I really do keep on saying it. And yeah. then eventually they leave. Because I, cause I feel like for the most part, I'm so happy that people are sticking around. Mm. And then that moment comes where you're like, either I have to get up in the morning or I need to go and figure out what the rest of my day is going to be like. Mm-hmm. So that's what I always do. What do you do? Oh, I'm just, I get um, really frustrated and passive aggressive. <laughs> and then oh. I just say it. I'm not kidding. <laughs> then I'm just like, can you guys go? Sorry. I love you. <laughs> can you guys I have, go? There's no tact, no grace. I'm just like, sorry, can you guys leave? I'm actually really tired. I mean, this is when music is helpful, Sophie, because if you turn the music off, off. yep, turn it that's off. That's a, a Huge, microaggression very, very that's very clear. It's very subtextual. Turn the music off, blow out all your candles. Maybe sure. Well, but if it's the afternoon, all your lights and get into bed. <laughs> yeah, I totally. Guys, I have, that. I have, I have been at parties where the host has done that. <sighs> yeah, like wow. older people where they have just suddenly yep. you're like, "Where'd so and so go?" <clears> oh, <throat> oh, they went upstairs and went to bed. Yeah, that is a power move. That's a serious power <laughs> move. You house. have the balls to do that. I feel like it's hard to do in an apartment. Because well, you can yeah, still can hear. Can you imagine if I did that? <laughs> You're like, can you be quiet? <laughs> Texting people yeah. in bed. I'm in bed. Oh, <laughs> you <God>. leave. <laughs> Do you have any other traditions that you love? I want to start a tradition. Okay. Which is um, when we're done with this renovation, that we have lipsticks that are just lined up by the front door. And if you come over, you have the option of putting on a lip. For the night, and you pick mm-hmm. your color, and we figure out like how to make it hygienic, and then we have a guest book right nearby. And so when you leave, you kiss the guest book, and if you'd like, write a note, oh. or at least date it. Start it tomorrow. It. I mean, yeah. I love it. It's so beautiful. Thank you oh. so much, Amos. Thank oh my you. gosh, my pleasure. I this was so, so fun. So much. You've got to come Thank back on. You. You're doing good work, ladies. Keep it up. We're trying. You are. <laughs> oh, it's so good. When you make decisions for your company, you always look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing and shipping to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your process to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, books, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart if you sell online, schedule package pickups through the dashboard, and automatically see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers, with rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are, even on the go. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other business decision makers with Stamps.com. Sign up at Stamps.com with code PROGRAM for a special offer that includes a four-week trial, plus free postage, and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com, code, program.